Hello. Welcome. I think this is episode 15, if I'm not mistaken. I will have to go back and actually count that, but I think this is the 15th episode. That's really fun. I am uploading this a week after the last one that I uploaded, so I'm already doing really well with my little resolution that I mentioned wanting to start working on in my last episode because... I have not been very good in the past about uploading videos, not videos, uploading podcast episodes every week, and I should be good at it. It's not too difficult. I can record it in the comfort of my own bedroom, which is what I'm doing right now, so I'm very happy that I'm uploading this a week after the last one. That's a good thing that I can kind of check off my list. For this episode, I wanted it to be, that sounded weird, I wanted it, but I wanted it to be a little more lighthearted because I didn't want to talk about anything like too deep or too serious or anything that honestly, this is going to make me sound so dumb, but I didn't want it to be about anything that I had to really sit down and think about. Sometimes I just want a fun topic I want some quick bullet points, and I think those are really fun episodes to listen to. Also, almost a week ago, my family lost our 17-year-old dog. His name was Benny. We had him for 16 years because we found him, well, technically he found us, when he was one year old. That sounded weird also. I'm I'm saying words very strange today. But, like 16 years ago, we as a family, my sister and I and my parents, we were on a walk with our dog at the time, Fletch. He was a big black lab. We were on a walk, and all of a sudden, this dog comes running down the street, running right to us. No collar, no leash, no one around him, just running by himself. And he comes running up to us and immediately starts playing with our dog, Fletch. They're like immediate best friends. They're having the time of their lives, having so much fun. And we're all looking around like, who's this dog? Where did he come from? So we brought him home. My parents took photos of him and they put up flyers around the neighborhood saying, you know, found dog with the phone number to call. And my parents got a phone call saying like, hey, yeah, that's our dog. We don't want him, though, so you can just keep him. And my parents were like, what? Like, uh, okay, we're not going to give him back to a family that doesn't want him. Clearly, there there were some things where he had clearly not been treated well, you know, a little skittish from time to time and all of that stuff. But I don't even know if my parents tried to find him another home or if they were just like, okay, now we have two dogs. But that was Benny. The sweetest man in the world, so handsome, so little, just a just a cute little boy, cute little man, so good, and he had a very, very long, I mean, that is a long life, and he had a very happy life, and it was a very, very, very sad time, and it still is, that we lost him, because when you have a dog... Or any pet, especially for that long, they are a member of the family. 
And so it's just very strange at the house, honestly, because for like 16 years, you, you know, were taking care of Bean, of Benny. We called him Bean. He had so many nicknames. Just such a good boy. But yeah, so I wanted to talk about something a little more lighthearted today. Not anything too serious, not anything too crazy, just because it has been a difficult week. And yeah, I mean, right after we had to put him down, I had to get back to working on like the biggest wedding cake order that I've had so far. And so I was like sobbing while I was baking and decorating a cake and my parents had to get back to work and like it was it it's been a rough week so we're going to talk about something that doesn't require too much thought and if you remember one of my previous episodes was about unpopular opinions i wanted to do another unpopular opinions episode because i had fun thinking about things that i think are normal that I agree or disagree with, different opinions that I have that might make people go kind of crazy. They might think, like, Maggie, what are you thinking? You're, you're an idiot. Are you joking? I like stuff like that. And I will say, please do not go too deep into this. I've always thought unpopular opinions, episodes, and just listening to people's opinions in general, it's honestly just fun. None of this is about anything serious. If I were talking about, you know, all of humankind and like all, you know, if I got into politics and stuff, then I might make people mad. So this is just very lighthearted, very simple. But yeah, this is Unpopular Opinions Part 2. I hope that you guys have had a better week than I have. I hope life is great. I hope you're happy. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're healthy. And yeah, just sit back. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you have a break at work. Maybe you're driving in the car. Whatever you're doing, enjoy this episode. So let's get into it. So I'm going to start off with one that is actually gonna upset my boyfriend, but that's fine because he doesn't listen to this podcast. He doesn't. I don't blame him. I feel like if he had a podcast, maybe I would feel weird listening to him. I have no idea. But number one, I don't like Star Wars. I don't. I... (laughs) When we first started dating, I think it was when we first started dating. Yeah, it was during the COVID lockdown. Because we started dating February of 2020, and then COVID happened March. And then once we got past that, like, two to three week, like, real lockdown where everyone thought that if you stepped outside of your home, you were absolutely going to die. Once we got past that, we would go over to each other's houses. I think I went to his apartment. I think he was in an apartment at the time. I don't know. But we would hang out, have little movie dates. And then go our separate ways. And he wanted, he found out that I had never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Because I grew up with one older sister. My dad's not a big Star Wars guy. So we never watched Star Wars growing up. I was never interested in it. Never felt the need to watch them. 
And so during our little movie dates throughout lockdown, my boyfriend wanted me to watch all of the Star Wars movies. So we binge watched them like, I don't know, one of like one Star Wars movie for each date, basically. And, you know, I would bring over snacks. We would have fun. Like, it was fun. It was a fun time. Love spending time with him. But with every Star Wars movie, I was like, I don't really like this. Like, I was sitting there and, like, you know, certain stuff would happen in whatever episode it was. And he would be like, oh, like, can't, can you believe that? Can you believe it? Like, oh, that's, I, I don't even know. what What's the ending thing? Someone is someone's granddad. I don't know. And when, you know, all of the Darth Vader stuff was happening, he was like, oh, like, I can't believe you're seeing this for the first time. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. That is, <laughs> and I was just not... I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this. But I kept it to myself until way later. So when it, because he was so excited about it. So I was like, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, oh, I'm having so much fun. Yay. But then <laughs> once I got more comfortable in the relationship, I was like, hey, remember when we did that Star Wars marathon? I I didn't like the, I didn't like the movies. <laughs> And he looked at me and he was like, are you joking me? What do you mean? I, he was like, I can't be with someone that doesn't like it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay, bud. We're still together. Very much so. We're going on three years now. But yeah, that unpopular opinion number one, I don't like Star Wars. I really don't. And he might get mad at me. That might make him sound like... <laughs> It's it's fine. <laughs> Unpopular opinion number one. I don't really like the Star Wars movies. And actually, not just I don't really like them. I do not like them. Okay, unpopular opinion number two. I think I may have already said this in my first unpopular opinion episode. I don't like Nutella. I strongly dislike the taste of Nutella. I don't like hazelnut, so that's why I have definitely already said this. I can hear it when I say it out loud. I've already said this, but I don't like Nutella. Number three, I have never had a bad version of a potato. Potatoes in any form are incredible. Any style of French fry, any mashed potatoes, whether it's super creamy or you still have the lumps in it, any of that, I love it. Hash browns, uh, tater tots. All of that. Delicious. I've never had a bad potato. I will eat any form of a potato. Number four. Monopoly is the worst board game ever invented. I try to go bankrupt within the first five minutes of playing that game just so that I don't have to play it anymore. I can't tell you the last time I played it, but ooh. I get so bored so fast. I have zero interest in it. People take that game so seriously to where it's just not fun. No one's having fun with it. The people that take it seriously and quote-unquote like playing it, they're getting pissed off every two seconds and they're actually mad 
about the board game. So I just try to go bankrupt and get out as fast as I can. Next one. I think you can watch Christmas movies all year round if you want to. There are people that refuse to watch Christmas movies or listen to Christmas music or decorate for the holidays or whatever until like right at December 1st. Now with the decorating, don't decorate for Christmas year round. That would be weird. If you want to decorate like beginning of November, honestly, go for it. I think that's fine. But for the Christmas movies, if it's June and you're really in the mood to watch Elf or something, go for it. Who cares? That's why, actually, why do they do the Christmas in July thing? How did Christmas in July start? I don't know. There's this one thrift store that I love going to and every July... Like, July 1st through the very end of July, they will play Christmas music in that thrift store for Christmas in July. I don't know where that started, but okay. Next one. I don't really like hummus. The dip for your veggies, for your crackers, for your chips. I've had multiple different flavors of hummus. I definitely don't like original hummus. It's just... The other ones are okay. You know, the roasted red pepper... The garlic. Garlic makes anything better, but it still doesn't make the hummus great, in my opinion. And I've, I don't think I've ever craved hummus. If it's on a, if it's on like a charcuterie board with different options that I can dip into it, then sure, I'll have some. But it's not one of those things that I keep in my refrigerator. And if I'm really in the mood for a snack, I'm like, ooh, give me that hummus. I don't, It's not my thing. The next one. I don't agree with standardized testing. This probably is not unpopular and it probably makes me sound like some weirdo, but I don't like standardized testing. Tests and like, you know, overall exams from lesson to lesson for your individual courses. Yeah, absolutely. They need to, you know, make sure you know what you're doing throughout the course, right? And a final exam for each individual course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the standardized testing that you do to, like, get into college, the SAT, the ACT, those are, like, five-hour-long tests. At the very end of your four-year high school career, and that's pretty much what determines if you get into college. Obviously, you know, your GPA, throw in some extracurriculars, yeah, sure, But they really care about those standardized tests. And I'm sorry, but attention spans, especially teenagers, it, like, that's not a good representation of what someone actually knows. It's really not. And of course, this is coming from a person that does not test well. If I had gotten, like, the highest scores on the SAT and ACTs, I'd probably be like, um, yeah, they're necessary, and if you can't take them, then you're stupid. Honestly, maybe I am stupid. I did so bad. I mm, I did okay on the SAT, but don't even get me started on the ACT. I took that thing four times. I got kicked out of the fourth one because I filled in bubbles after time was called, and all... I guess three times, because since I got kicked out of the fourth one, they didn't count my score, but they didn't let me know that they weren't counting it until I finished the test, even though they had caught me filling in bubbles on the first section, 
they let me sit there for like three more hours finishing it. And then I get called out of the room and they're like, by the way, we cannot take this. And I'm like, what? I cried. I held the tears in until I got to my car, though, because I didn't want them to know that they had hurt me. But the other three times that my score was, you know, counted and recorded, I did not do well. And I really wanted to go to NC State. And so I was Googling, like, you know, what's the lowest test score that they take? Because there's no way I'm getting in. And I was way below, you know, the average test scores that they accepted. I still got in, though. I still got in. That's why it is still important that you have a good GPA and that you do your extracurriculars and your, like, honor society stuff. But, woo, I do not like standardized testing. I really don't. Next unpopular opinion. Maybe this one also is not unpopular. But I do not like olives. Olives do not taste good. I, they're like little salt pellets. or they, They've got a weird flavor. I don't like them. I don't. Next one. Every food over a campfire tastes so much better than if it's cooked any other way. Hot dogs, burgers, marshmallows. You make baked potatoes over a campfire. You get the little grate to put over the fire and then you wrap the potatoes in tinfoil. You put butter in there. Ooh, that is good. Anything over the campfire is way better. Next one. There are way too many people that are involved in planning a couple's wedding. It should be up to the couple on how they want to celebrate, what they want to serve for dinner, for drinks, what decoration style they want. Everyone else needs to stay out of it. Now, if you and your fiancé are saying something like, oh, we probably won't serve food. We'll probably just have some small appetizers and, you know, we're not going to have an open bar. We're going to do a cash bar. That is the time for other people to step in and say, um, your guests are going to hate you after this wedding. They will absolutely hate you. If you want to step in and tell the couple that at that time, yes, go for it. Totally agree with that. But, oh, There's, ah, there's deer running across the road. Okay, they're good. But if the couple is, you know, giving their guests a great experience, they've got an open bar, they're serving food, they've got plenty of seating, you know, if, if the guests are going to be perfectly fine, but you're butting in your opinion on their centerpieces or their table settings or why don't you have a vegan option? Shut up. It is not your place. And these people are probably like the in-laws. They're probably both sets of parents, in my experience, that are giving all of these opinions. You you already got married if you're an in-law. You already had your shot. This is their wedding. They can do what they want. Next one. A fried egg on a burger. So good. There's this burger that I get at this restaurant at the beach. It's called the Dwight Yolkum. 
and it has it's got the patty it's got the bun it's got bacon egg cheese it's like a breakfast sandwich but a burger instead of like sausage or something and it's massive and then you put like the restaurant's special sauce on it oh so good a fried egg on a burger is delicious next unpopular opinion meat that is still pink on the inside makes me feel so queasy I don't want to bite into any meat and see pink because when my eyes see pink, my brain says, oop, blood, dead, nasty. I don't like that. I I know that that's unpopular because I know people love their steak and their burgers, you know, like medium, medium rare, all of that. I have to have well done. And I know that that can take away some flavor. I'm well aware of that. I don't care. I would much rather have a little less flavor and spend a little more time chewing than have my brain the entire time that I'm at dinner constantly saying like, oh, that's blood. That is literally a dead animal's blood. And I have no problem with eating meat. Okay, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I don't I don't understand vegan. I love meat. I love chicken. I love my burgers. I love steak. I love all of that. I love bacon. Ooh, I love sausage. Sausage is my favorite meat. Sausage all the way. I will order that at any place that I go. But I just, I need it to be well done. And I know that that's unpopular. If I go to like it, okay, I haven't been to Kong Ki in so long. Kong Ki is really good. But anytime that I used to go to Kong Ki, Kong Ki was like the high school place, right? That was like, ooh, that's fancy. Kong Ki. Not anymore. But when I would go there, I'd be like, yeah, the steak Kong Ki, please. Uh, I'd like that well done. They would always make some joke, which, you know, rightfully so, whatever. But I have to have my meat well done. The next one, ranch from a glass jar is the best store-bought ranch that you can get. The best ranch overall is the ranch that's homemade at certain restaurants. Every restaurant has a different kind of ranch. I went to a restaurant not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago. Their ranch was very strange. Very, very strange. I don't know what they did to it, but usually... Restaurants have great homemade ranch, especially the Italian places, the pizza places. I love ranch on my pizza. I put ranch on everything. I'll put it on pizza, on fries, on burgers, uh, just anything, okay? Ugh, how, how many times have I said okay in this episode? I hope not many. Please forgive me if I did. But ranch from a glass jar, if you have to get store-bought ranch, which most of us do, get it from the glass jar in the refrigerator section, in the refrigerated aisle. Delicious. You do have to get it out, like, with a spoon. It doesn't have the little squeeze top because you can't squeeze glass, right? So, but it's delicious. The next one. Berry pies are so disgusting. A blueberry pie, a cherry pie, 
raspberry pie, a mixed berry pie. Ooh. Ugh. Hot berries? Ugh. I can't do it. When I go to a restaurant, if I'm there for like breakfast or brunch and I want French toast, but if the French toast says anything on the menu relating to berries, I always ask. I'm like, okay, is that fresh berries on top? Like just straight strawberries. And they're like, oh no, it's a nice uh, homemade compote, whatever, from the chef, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, no, give me the waffle. The oh, warm berries are nasty. I cannot stand them. They give me a headache. It's a very weird thing. It's like, it's just not enjoyable. I, I do not want a berry pie. I want pumpkin pie, apple pie, chocolate pie, like a a silk chocolate pie. Woo. I have never had pecan pie, but I love pecans so much. That's like my favorite nut right now, pecans. I would probably love a pecan pie. And yes, it's pecan, not pecan. Don't, mm-mm. it's pecan. Next one, the center brownies are the best. I don't want a corner piece. I don't, I've never understood why someone would want a corner piece. I'm watching this car right now. Pull. There's a lot happening on my street. But a school bus just dropped kids off, which is late. It's like 5 p.m. And there's this car, this SUV, and it's like driving so slowly by these kids. Very weird. They're okay. The car's driving away now. But yeah, the center brownies are way better than corner pieces. I've never understood why someone would take the crispy corner piece over the like soft, chocolatey, fudgy center piece. Delicious. You take a center piece and put vanilla ice cream on top. Ooh. Oh my god. I forgot to tell you guys. Yesterday, I got my wisdom tooth out. So... I was going to record yesterday, but I didn't because towards the end of the day, my jaw started to really hurt more. Um, Luckily, I didn't have to go through the whole surgery, you know, procedure for getting your wisdom teeth out because I only have two wisdom teeth, but only one of them is growing in. The one that's growing in has been growing in for a little while, so it was already like pretty much poking all the way out. So... All I had to do was go to my normal dentist's office. They numbed me up like they do if they're filling a cavity, you know, they give you the numbing gel so that your mouth is numb and then they give you a handful of injections in your mouth, which is not that comfortable. They gave me a shot in the roof of my mouth and I didn't know they were going to do that. And the dentist was like, all right, sweetheart, this one's not going to be pretty. And then I see this needle go into my mouth and I'm like, oh, okay. But then they took the wisdom tooth out in, like, 0.2 seconds. She literally just pulled, like, as hard as she possibly could with some, like, pliers, and it was out. I'm feeling fine now. It's, like, not sore at all. I'm still not supposed to eat, like, hard food or I'm not supposed to eat on the left side of my mouth at all. So I was going to record this yesterday, but I didn't. So... I forgot to give you that update as well as to why this week has also 
not been fantastic. But where were we? Okay, the next unpopular opinion. I love white chocolate. A lot of people, it's like either they like milk chocolate or dark chocolate, but then everyone agrees that white chocolate is the worst, and it's disgusting, and it's awful. Why does it exist? I love white chocolate. It's so sweet. Maybe that's why. I have a major sweet tooth, and I love white chocolate. Delicious. Next one. Karaoke is not a fun activity, and it should not be the main activity at parties. If someone is hosting a party, like at their house, maybe it's a holiday party, maybe it's a birthday party, maybe they're at a bar, and you want me to sing karaoke? No. Now, in college, I just remembered... There was this place, I think it was like every Wednesday night, there was karaoke. That was fun because it was like so, it felt like a home in there, you know. Everyone was there for the same thing. You could dress so casually. There was plenty of seating for everyone. You got your food, you got your drinks, and you could just hang out with your friends at the table while, you know, drunk people sang karaoke and no one cared. That's fine. But if you are the type of person, right, where you are having, like I said, a house party and you force everyone to participate in whatever activity you have set up, when clearly everyone just wants to enjoy their drink, they want to sit, they want to talk, they want to catch up, and then you're over there like, okay, okay, everyone. Let's gather around. We're going to start the karaoke. No. I will leave. No. Ugh. But if it's like the bar that I was talking about where people go there for that reason and everyone there is aware that that's going to be happening and they want, that's why they went, they want to watch it, maybe they want to participate. But guess what? They don't have to participate. You can just sit back and watch. I'm talking about, honestly, this goes for all party activities. If everyone clearly is just there to hang out and to have a good time, and then you try and get everyone together in the same room at the same time, like, okay, put your phones down, put your drinks down. All right, we're going to get this started. No, no pisses me off. Next one. You should not be friends with exes. That is just weird. Lately, some podcasts that I've listened to, I've heard people say like, yeah, if my boyfriend wasn't okay with the fact that I still am friends with some of my exes, then we would have a problem. And I'm like, what do you mean? You've, you've like slept with that person. You used to be in love with that person. You've, you know, met that person's family. You've gone on a bunch of dates with that person. And you're still texting them, like, happy birthday? No, that clearly you're still thinking about them, right? So why are you in this other relationship? I really do not believe that you can be friends with an ex. I really don't. I think that is very strange. I try to put myself... In the position of the people 
like on those other podcasts that I was just talking about and I think about my exes that I've had throughout my life and I'm like, I could not be friends with a single one of them. That is so weird. I wouldn't want to be. Clearly you broke up because you weren't compatible or because some awful thing happened. Maybe someone cheated. Maybe someone lied. Maybe someone was just an awful human being. And it's like, why? Why? I just don't think it's necessary. I don't trust the people that are like, oh, yeah, of course I'm friends with my exes. Like, you know, I just, I don't like drama. You know, I just, you know, I like to be friends with everyone. I'm a very welcoming person. It's like, no, you're trying to have a backup plan just in case. Very strange. Next one. Snacking throughout the whole day is such a fun thing. I love snacks. I don't think you have to have three meals a day where each meal has, you know, a little bit of stuff from all of the, you know, the food pyramid situation. Obviously, that's the best case scenario to have three nice meals and then maybe a snack in between and then maybe a tiny little bit of dark chocolate for your little dessert, right? That's the ideal scenario for everyone. Of course, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. But those days where maybe you went to Trader Joe's and you got all of your favorite snacks, all of your favorite snacks. Snacks don't have to be unhealthy, by the way. Just because you're a snacker doesn't mean you're just sitting around eating ice cream all day, right? But on those days, maybe you're on vacation when you're at the beach Ooh, and you have all of your favorite snacks stocked up for the weekend and you are just enjoying life, having your fun snacks. Snacks are a great little, I don't know, I guess like mental health boost when you have all of your favorite snacks. Ugh, that's just incredible. Next one. I did not think that the last episode of Game of Thrones was bad at all. I actually liked it. I did not watch Game of Thrones when it was like airing on TV and everything. I watched it later when I could like binge watch it. Like I didn't really even know about it, honestly, when it was airing on TV. Once it got more popular and I heard everyone talking about it and it was already on, I think it used to be on Netflix. Now it's on HBO. I don't know. But I watched it and I was able to binge watch it. And when it came to the last episode, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It went through all of the characters' lives. Some of the characters died, right? So the characters that were still alive, it touched on all of them and where they were now and, you know, what their role was going to be. And it answered everything. I didn't think anything was left unanswered. And I thought that that was perfectly fine. I really did. I enjoyed it. I love Game of Thrones as an entire series. That was another thing that my boyfriend and I binge-watched during our mega date. I think I told you about our mega date. This was like a year ago. It snowed. I went over to his apartment. We got snowed in for like three or four days. Neither of us had jobs. Neither of us had responsibilities. It was still like college time. And, oh, it was so relaxing. We binge watched Game of Thrones the entire time with the snow outside. 
This was a time where we had a bunch of great snacks. All together, amazing time. I love Game of Thrones. And next, I think this is the last one that I have on my list. It should not be wrong to want to be a stay-at-home mom. If that's truly what someone wants to do for their family and for their kids, then that's great. And I feel like the whole feminist society today has become, honestly, a very toxic place. Because if you are a woman that doesn't want to work a 9-to-5 or that doesn't want to work a full-time job or that doesn't want to build her own business, if you would prefer to be a stay-at-home mom and raise your kids, then the whole feminist society looks down on you, which is kind of like the opposite of what it says it does, right? The opposite of what it should be doing. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, there's nothing wrong with that. When I have kids, I'm not working. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. When I bring children into this world, I want to be at home with them. I want to raise them. I want to drive them to and from school, to and from their sports, their friends' houses. I want to chaperone the field trips and all of that. And that shouldn't be a bad thing if you would prefer to do that versus, you know, working a full-time job. If you want to work a full-time job, go for it. That's also great. But I just feel like you shouldn't bring someone else down just because they can stay home if they want to. I have always found that so weird that within the past, I don't know how long the whole like, oh, if you're a stay-at-home mom, like, ooh, you're not, like, come on, be a feminist, stand up for yourself, blah, blah, blah. It's like, who said, who said that? Who said that if you would prefer to stay at home and raise your children and you're probably also cleaning the house, maybe, you know, cooking and all of that. Who said you're not standing up for yourself or that you're not proud of who you are and what you're doing and that you don't have self-respect? Like, I I really don't understand that whole mindset. So if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, be a stay-at-home mom. If you want to work, work. Just like, ugh, it... All of that stuff has gotten out of control. It really has. But I guess that's the last one on my list of my unpopular opinions. I think this was kind of a shorter episode. I feel like this is about like 30, 35 minutes. That's that's kind of short. I love listening to podcasts that are over an hour. But all of those are people that have like multiple people on the podcast. Maybe they're interviewing someone. Maybe the podcast has like two hosts and both people are talking about the same topic. So it takes twice as long. I love long podcasts. Maybe at some point I will have an episode of a topic that I could talk about for hours. We'll see. I have an idea for what my next episode will be. And it will be out next week because I am sticking to it. I am making sure I check that box off every single week because I love doing this. I love recording the episodes. So get excited for that one because I think it'll be good. It'll get me thinking. It'll get me talking. And I love doing that. So I hope you're having a great day, a great week. I hope you enjoyed this. And I will see you next time. Bye.